and the greatest. Have you seen Chris Angel's MTV Cribs episode? Every room he goes into, he says, this is where the magic happens. Hi, welcome to Judd and Earbud, the only podcast that you can use your stimulus check on. I'm here with another guest for our 48th episode. It's This is a lot of episodes. But this time, we have a comedian from Milwaukee. He is a, also a podcaster for the Circuit Jerks podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or wherever you find this one. And then he's also the Bremen Open Mic host at Bremen Cafe on Monday nights, and also the host of the Captain Paps show, which, is that still that's still going on? No, that's gone. R.I.P. Uh, and it was, pro- was a producer, and yeah. Yeah, I was the host, and then became a co-producer, and then it died under yeah, my well, under my watch, hey, under my leadership. <laughs> it's I don't think I don't think you could have did anything to save it, but it was no, a great show when when it was Captain Paps awesome decided show. to sail off to Texas, wherever the hell he went. I'm pretty sure Texas is where they moved. I, I think I think if someone like takes over that space, that would still be an awesome place to have a venue. Yeah, yeah, it's like that old church or whatever, right in the. Right in the Paps district, which is all, it's all, Paps is just done with Milwaukee. They're just leaving, as far I as I understand. Well, but anyways, Elijah Holbrook's here. Hi, Elijah, what's yeah. up, man? Hey. <laughs> hey, Judd, thanks for having me. 48 episodes, man, that's that's a lot. I know. I started every back week? in 2016. Oh, okay, so I don't think that's every week. I'm not great no. at math, but that doesn't yeah, add it's up. It's not. I, I took some like, hiatuses, and like, I was like, podcasts aren't yeah. like really catching on like they used to be and then i brought it back it's weird isn't it yeah it's really it, but it's also it a lot more work than you would originally think oh it is so much work that's yeah that's not what i expected when i started doing uh the circuit jerks podcast which is a motorsports history podcast yeah let's what's let's, let's dive in at circuit jerks is yeah. you and your friend talking yep. about the history of motorsport yeah childhood friend of mine that uh we, we like grew up together and he lives in uh houston texas now lucas myers and he's he's been into f1 for like the last couple of years and i just started getting into motorsports recently so i you know like a typical comic i was like well i have no expertise on this so i'm going to start an entire podcast about it so i have to like research uh, what we do is like we one of us either me or him will research a story from motorsports history and then write up a script and then we we kind of bullshit a bit in the beginning and then we go into the story and we just kind of go over some old racer's life or some old event or track or just a, a racing series in general and then uh, talk about it and make jokes and laugh and learn yeah so you have to do all this research for it oh yeah it's a lot I yeah. was just doing that before the podcast today. I was just spending, finishing up, writing up a, a episode for an upcoming week on that's, Australian V8 Supercar Championship racing. That's insane. So, how, so who gets to pick what the next one is, or you kind of like just bring ideas? Yeah, we kind of we have like a a shared what do you call that Google Doc Excel spreadsheet thing that uh we put all these ideas down. So we have like a bunch of ideas on there, and then as we research other things you like run across other names and it's like oh that person has something interesting about them so i put that in the back pocket eventually get back to that and uh the one i researched now was just because it was the first time we actually had a listener suggest a topic because we always tell them at the end of episodes to reach out with any suggestions so someone wanted to learn about v8 supercar racing and yeah i did the research on it it was okay it was interesting do you now have you gone into like any like controversial topics like the the tony stewart not really, because a lot of that stuff, I feel like, is stuff we have to do when we get good at podcasting. Because <laughs> we, 
because it's pretty new. I think we only have 22 episodes out. So we're just trying to like not do any huge names or anything people are super into quite yet. Uh, okay. But eventually, yeah, that's that's something we'll like to get into. Yeah. Obviously, I grew up up north, so I knew like the early 2000 racers and like the 90s kind of racers, like the Dick mm. Trickles, the Dale Jarrett's, the, you know. The, yeah. Uh, that's, I know yeah. I know those guys. And Dick Trickle, I think, is from like Wisconsin Rapids. Could be. I haven't researched him yet. I mean, He's we got haven't. a crazy we, story. <laughs> we just started getting, we just did a couple episodes on nascar but we really started with like early european racing uh even like before the creation of formula one as you know it like mid like between a lot of what we've been covering are people between like world war one and world war two that uh race in europe in those really early days but then we did do a whole episode on daytona like just the the race track and racing in daytona in general so learned a little bit got into nascar a little bit that way obviously the, like the super bowl nascar yeah yeah, that was a fun episode to do research on. They used to do it on like the beach before the speedway was built. I'm sure most NASCAR fans knew that. But I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean that sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They like used to. There's like a main street and then the beach and then like so the street and the beach were the two straight straightaways and then like just a turn. So it's an oval. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> one is on sand and one's not. Yeah, yeah. Half it was on sand, half it was on on concrete. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I guess like the first race, a bunch of people got because the uh, sand got all like rutted up uh, around the corners, so like it didn't go. The race didn't go for as many laps as it was supposed to because a bunch of cars just got stuck in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because obviously off-road tires and on-road tires are different, so you'd think that. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Back then, I don't think they knew what they're. I think it was all the same thing. I don't know what year. When was, was this? Oh man. I don't like, know. I got to go listen to my own episode. Are we, are we, talking, are we talking like early, uh, like like yeah, early 1900s or what? 30s, 30s, 30s okay. 40s. Yeah, I think 30s and 40s. I think it was right after World War II. The I mean, racing on Daytona Beach or in like speed trials was going on since like the first cars. So, but like the actual using the the beach and the road as a and then what became NASCAR essentially. I think that was like right after World War II. That's crazy. Cars yeah, like I learn a lot. So well, many cars came things. so far, but I like just technologies came so far since then, you know? Yeah. And now the race, these cars, I mean, what was the top speed back then? You think well, they're putting on some like land speed records uh, on Daytona beach that were probably like one eighty, if I remember correctly. And they're going pretty fast back then. That's what, yeah. that's what terrifies me. I mean, yeah, cars go pretty fast now, but they got real fast back then. <laughs> Well, with no like they weren't like yeah. steel bar over them. There's like no receipt belts or anything. Yeah, a lot of a lot of those cars didn't have belts in them at all for a long time. <laughs> it's just there's one driver in like early Formula One recovered that used to was known because he used to jump out of the car before it crashed. He would just just bail. Well, means- also I read somewhere this is just for any car that it was like. 20 years after they put in or maybe it was like last like 15 or 20 years after they put in the the driver's side airbag they finally put one in for the passenger right that makes sense yeah it was that a bill burr thing and one of the bits he did i think so i think that's, <laughs> yeah, I think he was that's on the tone or something he was talking about that yeah oh that's yeah i mean for, for the longest time they didn't even have like seat belts or anything to keep them in the cars and part of it was nice because just they blew up and burst into flames. So sometimes you don't want to be near the car. Sometimes it's better to, <laughs> in those days, it was better to get thrown out of it. Yeah. Better Especially chance if you're of survival. on a beach. 
Well, at least you'd be close to water then for any fire. <laughs> if you're on fire, for sure. You just run into the, the ocean. Yeah. But yeah, it's been really interesting. And now I just, I've started watching NASCAR just because I want to watch motorsports and that's the only one live right now. Formula yeah. One starts up soon, but yeah. So I've just been watching that and really getting into it, really getting into cars. I got a whole like racing setup for my video games with a steering wheel and pedals and it's basically my life now. I'm hardly a comic <laughs> anymore. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I assume like the, the comedian side helps with all that. The podcasting, yeah. It doesn't make me better at racing. But <laughs> <laughs> but like keeping like the conversation going and, you know, yeah, doing that, that probably helps. Having jokes. Yeah. yeah. Have oh, you sorry, wrote more racing jokes just for your stand-up? No. I, I mean, I kind of like made fun of NASCAR a little bit because uh, they do. <laughs> I watched... Daytona this year is the first time I actually sat down to watch a NASCAR race and I didn't know they had like a, a prayer before NASCAR and it just I was like I, mean, I, I guess I could have guessed that that was gonna happen <laughs> like it made sense but I was also just like it's weird it's a weird thing to see and my one of my favorite things is when they tell the person tell the entire crowd like they have one guy that goes all right now now you can start your engines yeah always <laughs> somebody that should not be there yeah, I think it was Pitbull at Daytona. Yeah. And then he did like a weird screech afterwards. I was like, you ruined it, man. Yeah, it's somebody that doesn't have anything to do with NASCAR or anything. And it is somehow their publicity just gets them there. Like yeah. Mariah Carey is just yelling, start your engine, boys. <laughs> and the last one, I can't remember who it was. It was some guy that hosts a game show that was on right after NASCAR. And it was like him just like on his cell phone camera standing in front of a door in his apartment, in his house. <laughs> Probably rich enough not to have an apartment. But yeah, and you just like gentlemen start your engines is super cheesy super when dumb. did that start when did when did they need to That's have someone question. tell them to start someone tell them i actually don't know i don't know when <laughs> that came to be uh, uh well, i'll probably run into it at some point <laughs> yeah. i'll cover some topic that will hit on it and then i'll learn that's how kind of all the podcast has gone and just kind of learn by covering different things i'm sure they've had some like crazy people like big burger <laughs> probably i would love to just see a list of everyone who gets to say it like the the muppets <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure we could google, google that up there's probably yeah. a list of all every crazy person that's like just some horrible people like bill cosby yeah. probably said it one Elvis time. impersonator you can see that in vegas <laughs> <laughs> I, you are a stand-up comedian how, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy for uh, the seven and a half years now started in 2013 and you started out of Appleton, correct? Yeah. Uh, well, technically the club that I started at was in Nina, but no one needs to know the details. Appleton area, the Fox Valley area of, uh, of Wisconsin. Yeah. There's a club called comedy quarter. I started at, and at the time it was, it was, it wasn't great. I mean, there's like five old dudes that weren't real traveling comics but i was new so i was like oh these are like the main guys and they're just douchebags now all their jokes are horrible and they would have a meeting after an open mic and where they talked to there's like me and a couple other young guys but they would like pull us aside and be like you swear too much you can't make fun of jesus you're never gonna get booked that way oh, <laughs> it was just it was man. so dumb they just gave you notes yeah, they like, like they were like the best in the world or something. And like one of them had bestiality jokes. It's like, we can't swear, but you're talking about like fucking a cow. I mean, he doesn't use that word because that would have been bad, but he's like, it's really bad. And that place closed pretty quickly after I, I started. So then we had to start our own mics and bars and stuff. And 
that's yeah. nuts i remember i did i did probably one of my first few years in stand-up there was a a mic that i don't even know where it was but it was like in his back part of a bar and they had judges for your for your open mic yeah that's horrible. they would they would then critique your set and say <laughs> oh if you would have did this it might have been funnier but also there was like three people in the bar it was like yeah and also what are those who what are their qualifications it was yeah i don't even know but it was all but i was so young in it that i was like oh i should listen to them you know Right, that was the same thing where I was like, "You, these are the guys that work at this club, but this was just like a, a club in a strip mall in Nina that wasn't even the best club in the area because there's Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton, which is actually pretty good as far yeah. as clubs go. Uh, but they didn't have an open mic. And this other club also had a rule if you worked at Skyline, like you couldn't work there. It's like, well, that's the better club. So I don't know. <laughs> if anyone gets a chance to work at Skyline, like, yeah, screw you. We're going to go work there. But yeah it took years uh i was i was up in appleton for like three years and then i moved to milwaukee i've been here since yeah and looking back on like those times you're like what was i thinking back then like why would i listen to these people yeah. and now imagine if that would have happened now imagine if someone tried to critique you after a show now yeah especially someone like that where i just saw their set and i'm just like oh you're a hack and not funny and then for them to come to me and be like hey i just think <laughs> I just think you should not talk about religion. It's going to offend people. Like, get out of my face. Dude. <laughs> yeah, we've had some crazy <laughs> shows, though. Like, has there been, like, what what different venues have you been at? Like, what's, like, some of your favorite ones? And what are some of the ones that just are terrible? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I mean, Skyline, I used to work there a lot. I used to feature there a lot, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then the comedy cafe in milwaukee when that was open there's this place in upper michigan called pasquale's that i've always had fun at it's like because it's upper michigan like when it happens the whole town knows about it and they all come out like everyone knows comedies tonight so i got to do that a couple times uh and it's like 30 minute spots and they're just they love it they're just happy someone's there yeah when you when you go up to upper michigan it is like just the entire town shuts down you they're all there and it's like this banquet hall yeah it's, it's fun yeah and then the, the place where we're at the guy's super nice and like gives me a free meal and then i stay at a janky motel and it's great hell yeah yeah uh, uh comedy on state's a good one have you been to comedy on state yeah I've, I've done the mic there a couple times uh always hot always oh, yeah. a great mic i once did a mic in san francisco i can't remember the name of the place uh but it's like it's a, a somewhat famous mic there it's at a, a laundry mat slash bar restaurant and there's a ton of people there and they kept because i was like from out of town and they didn't know who i was they kept bumping me for random people that came in so i didn't even get to go up until like late at night when no one was there and i like there was not a ton of i mean it was an open mic so it's not fair to judge but there was not a lot of great stuff happening at that mic from what i could tell and i was in my head i was like maybe it's just because if you're this close to la and you get good at comedy you don't stay in san francisco <laughs> i did my set and there's like people that are like hey you should do my show later this week i was like, i'm only here for the weekend but thanks for bumping me to when there was no audience i really appreciate <laughs> that <laughs> i i went to a show in la i did a show in la and I did two of them. One was just like an all comedian ones. And then one had a variety. So they had music and they had comedy, music and comedy. Yeah. That can be tough to work out. And I remember I went on after like a straight up punk show. Like it was (laughs) 
everyone was sweating because they just got done moshing and stuff. And then I go up and it's like, we're not going to have the did same. You sit down, you please. Just did. It was awful. <laughs> uh, I, there was a really cool venue I did in Cleveland. I was there for the Cleveland Comedy Festival. And uh, I can't, I don't know what the building was named, but it was just this big old warehouse. And on the outside, there's this weird LED sign or neon sign that just said, your art sucks, which is great. <laughs> And then you go down to like the basement and there's just tons of old pinball machines and like all this old like arcade game stuff. Like the guy, I guess, that uh, let him do the show there, like that's his workshop and he just collects and fix all these. But in the room they're doing comedy, they're just like set up all around. So the whole room is just filled with like old pinball machines and stuff and all these old neon lights and it's all colorful. That was cool. That's super cool. And obviously no one was playing them during them. Yeah, no one was playing them really at all the whole night. So I don't think they were really set up to be an arcade. It was just like his workshop or whatever. Oh, that's sick though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Talk about the venues that that you were been in that were <laughs> like, man, this is questionable if I'm going to get out of here tonight. Right. I haven't done it, but there's one, the Mustangs in South Boyd. I'm always like, every time I go there, I'm like, they do not like me. These people definitely do not like me. But I've been there multiple times and they're nice. Uh, <laughs> but every time I'm like, yes, they're going to hate me. You're going to hate all my jokes. And they usually do. I don't know why they let me keep coming back. There was like a straight up, like a, I can't remember where it was in Wisconsin. It was just like a biker bar. And uh, it was when I got my first feature set at Skyline. I asked uh, this, this guy that books shows all around random parts of Wisconsin. I was like, hey, can you get me like a 20 minute set somewhere? before I have to do this feature weekend just so I can work out doing a longer set. It was just like a biker bar. <laughs> it was just like tons of bikes outside. Everyone was in like leather jackets, little, you know, the classic biker looking dudes, yeah. big burly dudes. But it ended up actually being fun too. I don't know. There's a lot of times I felt like very in danger. <laughs> but I'd also say out of me or you going to a biker bar, you yeah. you look more of the part than I'd say more of the comedians that I know. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, the long hair can be taken that way. It can also be taken as like hippie liberal. True, <laughs> true. but also, I mean, you you got you got the the jacket, and you're kind of like you know you look more more yeah. rugged than than some of the comedians that go on stage. It's true. It's punk. I consider it punk. It's good. <laughs> yeah. There, for, for anyone listening to the podcast, I know this is great just describing how Elisha looks. <laughs> but yeah, he's super punk. But like not good, not in the punk way. You know, it's I'm so punk that punks wouldn't accept me. That's how <laughs> punks would not count me as one of their own. But I consider myself that. I mean, I'm trying to think like I've, I don't think I've ever felt super in danger at a venue. I've definitely had venues where like I just bombed or they just yeah. sucked. And a lot of those just don't they're not super clear memories. Yeah, you don't you just kind of wash those. You don't want to. Remember <laughs> yeah, you don't anyway. think about those ones very much. I remember we went to the Brit, the Brilliant Mill. Yeah, that was right before COVID yeah. took everything out. That was like uh, in February, I think um, mm. last February. And on our way back, which first of all, the Brilliant Mill was super cool. Like that yeah. was just like an old mill that we were in doing comedy. That was awesome. But on the way back, do you remember uh, we were behind a drunk driver? Yeah, whatever they were on. They weren't staying between the lines. Yeah, so we had to call in a drunk driver on our way home from a comedy show, which was, and the police were like, just follow him. I don't think, yeah. all right. 
yeah because there's like a line of people and we're like what's going on like a line of cars and people are like slowly cautiously passing this car and then when we got behind it it was just like swerving in between the lanes and stuff and we're like we are not gonna pass we're not gonna try to pass this person yeah that we almost saw him hit a barrier like they just like <laughs> We thought many times they were just going to go off the road. So we just called the police and we're like, yeah, just follow them until we get there. And they, it, we followed them for longer than I thought we were going to. Yeah. It's surprised that it takes them that long to respond. <laughs> we're, a, we're, we're like on a highway. It should just yeah, be like, we right, want we like it. a good amount of miles. I'm like, you had no one stationed for all <laughs> these miles. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun night. That show was cool. And I used to do an open mic at this place called, when right after the first uh, club I used to go to close, there's a place that we started doing open mic in Kakana called Plan B, which was not a place that would normally accept any of us. And I used to like back then I thought I was edgy by doing liberal stuff to very conservatives. <laughs> so no one liked me where I was. <laughs> I'm sure you probably run into that the further north you get. Yeah, I mean, I've because I started up there, I've learned to like handle those rooms. So I have like jokes that are not, I don't try to <laughs> make people mad anymore. But that's well, you're not trying stuff. to divide the audience on, in the first four minutes of your set. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of comics go to that edgy phase when they start, and if they like start in a little really liberal area, that sometimes turns into them just like making you know like jokes about like oh i'm gonna get canceled type jokes like edgelord jokes but because i grew up in such a con- started in such a conservative area all my all my like edgy stuff was like hey uh, guns maybe we can do more about that huh <laughs> <laughs> we can look into what we're doing there <laughs> it's funny like yeah uh well i grew up i mean i grew up in a small small town like of 40 people looking back at it my every single person there if you could say oh this person's a hick or a conservative or, or whatever this per- like redneck yeah that is everyone that i know in my life i've got those home. people yeah i've got those people in my life i've got yeah, and it and it's insane to to like think like now i live in milwaukee and it's very liberal and it's uh you know very yeah. just almost a 180 of what it is so looking back it's like I'm thankful that I grew up with that first because otherwise I would know nothing of the other end. Yeah. It's weird. You know, like kind of like understand both sides and be like, you're both dumb. <laughs> you both need <laughs> to chill. All right. You both should not be on social media. Like you, yeah, both. you both really need to sometimes admit when you're wrong or when you take it too far. That's <laughs> there's somewhere in the middle. That, and uh, they'll never meet. They better. will never meet. And that's the no. beauty of America, baby. It's great. We're it's in a good direction. I think things are being done and handled very well. Yeah, I mean, we're we're number one, and just as long as we keep telling ourselves we're number one, everything's gonna be great. Yeah. We're number one, and we gotta make ourselves number one again. It's it's, it's we almost never like <laughs> it's almost like when you have a bad set, and we and you just tell yourself, well, "I'm funny." It's just like you know, I'm still fun. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still just super. That, fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that audience. Yep. Or, uh, Don't that change a thing in your set. Just keep doing that every <laughs> over and over. That is like what you got to learn too, like to handle open mics where there's no one there and you just got to, you're going to bomb. Like no one's going to laugh because it's all comics. I've heard your jokes. You just got to yeah. go up with that attitude of like, I'm funny. I don't care what you think. I don't care how you react. And then sometimes you'll get a laugh that way. Well, I think, I think confidence in, in your, in your abilities is key, but then also mm. you have to walk that line. Yeah. You know, uh, 
uh, I just had a show at a the laughing tap a couple weekends ago where it was a the saturday show so thursday friday saturday thursday and friday went great and then saturday happened and i like started my set and uh i was just kind of doing i I was starting off with really goofy stuff because i don't i don't like to host and the only way i know because i'm not high energy so i just know to like be goofy up front and then kind of work into my longer stuff so like i started with a joke that was like hey do you know socrates didn't invent soccer super dumb and that got no laugh which you know justified it's a very dumb joke but usually it does get a laugh and then i did a joke where i put my mask on and i did a ventriloquist thing with a mask on which was also very dumb and had been working all weekend and it just silent and then (laughs) for the last time after i was like trying to be so confident like looking people in the eyes in the audience and like leaning forward and like telling my jokes like really like not speeding up like giving good pauses and stuff and it was just a bomb through the whole thing there's nothing worse than putting that confidence out there and having it not work <laughs> some, yeah but some of those you just got but that's when you like you get halfway through it and you've been mm. bombing and you know you've been bombing the entire time yeah you're like i, I gotta I keep going yeah and you're keep... like i think i can get them with this next one. Like, i think i can get them back and it just doesn't but then like I... the feature and the headliner struggled with that audience too so there's like at some point where i was like all right it wasn't just me yeah. Or maybe because I'm the host, it's all my fault. It either. <laughs> also, you're taking the bullet. So that's always the yeah. one, some of the hard <sighs> ones is to get the audience first. And if they're not ready or, or, or just not in the right mindset for comedy or not in the, yeah. you know, just not having a good night, it's it's hard to be in first. One time um, it was me, Rich Damore, and AJ in a martini bar. Nice. And I was, I was going up first. And it was a wireless mic and halfway through my set, the wireless mic shut off. Oh shit. <laughs> so I have to yell until they get new batteries into the mic. <laughs> and then also it was a free show, but only standing room available left. And everyone that kept coming in for the martini part, didn't even know there was a show, but the only oh, place yeah. that they could stand is closer to the stage. So by the yeah. end, by the time, like You're just AJ, and rich guns on stage they couldn't even they could barely see them because there were so many people standing and everyone that was sitting <laughs> couldn't even see the stage that is awful it was it was not great yeah and uh, obviously there was someone wanted to do a bachelorette party there that didn't know there was comedy but wanted martinis yeah that is it, you know it was just awful a, it was a chaos night but uh they did ask <laughs> us back for 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 maybe a different type of show and, and something so. yeah that's I had a the the wireless mic problem once at a place called I think it's Elarts or Eliarts. It's like a it's like one of those virtual golf places somewhere around along the border of Illinois. We had a show there. All right, no, right at the beginning of my set, the mic cut off, and then so the host went and got a second mic and handed it to me. But what I didn't know is that when he handed it to me, he turned it off so that when he went past the speaker, it wouldn't give feedback. And yeah. then I got it and I kind of looked, I thought I tried turning it on. And I was like, nothing. And I was like, all right, screw it. And I yelled my whole like 10 minute, <laughs> 15 minute set, however long it was. I just shouted it. <laughs> and then I got done and the host came back up and he just turned the mic on. He was like, it was just off. You idiot. <laughs> it's, it's <the laughs> which, worst. which that would be my favorite to see you put in such high energy and yelling your set. Yeah. I don't yell. I don't like to yell. You're I usually yeah, that, very that would soft be delivery. So different of how you kind of ruins my jokes. <laughs> yeah, my, my jokes kind of like work with, but the delivery is meant to be kind of just like said, and then you like realize how dumb I am. <laughs> I don't really put it out there for you. I just kind of let it 
just slide. <laughs> since since you had your uh, your circuit jerks podcast, uh, well, I got I got a game we we can play. It's it's a little game that I like to call. Let's check us Gordon, out. Gordon, Gordon, Gordon. Now uh, I'm gonna oh. say a question, and Jeff you gotta tell Gordon. me if that is Jeff Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, or Gordon Ramsay. This is fantastic. I love that everyone calls my podcast a Formula One podcast to my face. And I'm like, no, it's a more sports history podcast. And you're the first person that's ever just gone full NASCAR at me with it. Like, you know a lot about NASCAR, right? And I'm like, no. (laughs) I don't know that much about motorsports. Neither do I. I'm working on it. Listen, I I got a great podcast that will help you. It's (laughs) I know. I know like the Travis Pastrana. Oh, yeah. Good old. Good old Travi P. Like that's. Just... I heard Travis Pastrana uh, does like a mini bike racing series that goes to Marion or Clintonville or Big Falls, Big Falls, which is in that area. Really? Yeah, we didn't discuss that when you brought that up, but I have family from there. That's why we <laughs> both yeah, know we that kind of. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm, my buddy works for Polaris, and one of his like guys that he goes and gives his Polaris like Rangers to. Yeah, it's Travis Pastrana. So he goes and test drives Polaris Rangers with Travis Pastrana driving them. That's got to be terrifying. Like, like just <laughs> I'm sure he ha- settled down a lot. <laughs> yeah, but still, he said he said there's times like they're like he like lets it fly. Yeah, and yeah, he's like I've never seen anyone drive like the way he does because he does so many different things. He drives. He drives those yeah uh, rally cars. He does all rally, the. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's to do dirt bikes, uh, big wheels. Those big yeah. wheels off of mega ramps. It's nuts. Yeah. But yeah, I guess he hangs out up there every once a year, whatever, when he does a little race. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, Crandon's a huge, I mean, like that's a little bit farther north, but Crandon's a big like dirt track. Dirt track. Yeah. yeah. Uh, AJ keeps wanting me to do some episodes on dirt track racing. Yeah. Crandon, Crandon's a huge one, especially in Wisconsin. They have really? the, a good, a guy who went to college with me is like almost best friends with uh keenan Kikade, and he's like the big okay dirt track guy heard that name yeah. he's on all like the video games he's like their number one guy so cool yeah we have to eventually research some of that stuff yeah you'll NASCAR get to I mean, you're going all, to dirt you have so much like just it being motorsports is yeah it's a huge it's and motorsports history means it's just like we could do 70s in any of those categories yeah. in any driver like there's so many categories and we're not even necessarily even doing like any motorcycle type stuff we just don't really count it in our motorsports history or like anything i don't know but there's like technically there's like motocross and moto gp and like i guess if you really want to get into it snowmobile racing counts as a motorsport that's basically an endless amount of things we could talk about snowmobile racing i watched it on i remember watching it on tv every once in a while because i would occasionally just uh turn on back when you know you didn't choose what you watched on tv and you just had to watch whatever was given to you (laughs) back in my day (laughs) yeah sometimes i'd just throw on a snowmobile race they're crazy how they can do it it would be a lot of fun i feel like yeah. actually maybe terrifying i don't know the jumps the jumps in the racing's got to be but i scary. mean like the snowmobiles are so hard like they're heavy machines just to get it out of the off the air it seems insane yeah i miss driving snowmobiles that's something you don't get to do when you don't have money to own one or live in a city <laughs> it just doesn't come around as much as it used to it's like snowboard behind them 
uh, $1,400 snowmobile, dude, an old, an old skidoo. <laughs> Maybe an Articat. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. We're supposed to be playing a game. And yeah, we're playing. We're gonna play pull, a game now. We're gonna do this off on a huge tangent. We're gonna go. It's called games. Gordon, Gordon, Gordon. So mm-hmm. it's either Jeff gonna be Gordon. Jeff Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, or Gordon Ramsay. I'm not sure. Is Commissioner Gordon from football? Commissioner Gordon is the policeman from Batman. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You don't know who Commissioner <laughs> Gordon is? No, I, now I know. Now I can picture him. I've seen a couple of the movies. He's got the mustache. Yeah, he's played by different actors sometimes, yeah. depending but on. Always the has movie. the mustache, I think. You got it. It's a cop. How jealous would you know if it was a cop? Good point. You're right. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So there's six questions. And okay. the first one is his middle name is Michael. Gordon Ramsay. Ooh, good. Gordon Ramsay's middle name? James. Good middle name, actually. Really one of the best. But this one but is I'm wrong. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Michael Gordon. That makes sense. Who also had a mustache back in the day? I was just kind of guessing it'd be something like Jeff Bubba Gordon. Jeff oh, Dick. All right. Number two. He disapproved of Batman's sidekick, Robin. Ooh, this could be any of them, honestly. Good point. Honestly, this could be any. This is. I think this is. A, I'm going to go with all the above. On that is actually one. true. Because actually in the comics... Uh, Batman sidekick Robin is just technically an underage boy. Like he's less than 18. Well, then we all need to disapprove of this and we need that's to talk why, to Batman. That's why they say in the comics when, it, when Robin first became, this is what I read. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but Commissioner Gordon definitely disapproved of Robin. He could have done more. This okay. guy is a black belt in karate. Does that count for? I feel like I got to count out the fictional character. You can't just be like right yeah. in that he has a black belt and then I'm then that's part of it. I had to go uh, with Gordon Ramsay again on this one. That's correct. Gordon Ramsay is a black belt in cry. Which... Yeah, I don't see Jeff Gordon. I'm sure he's got a good workout schedule to stay in shape from cars, but I don't see black belt karate being part of it. Well, I don't see it from a, a personal chef. Yeah, but I mean, when I'm narrowing it down and it's between the two of them. Which one of these did my dad take me to North Star Casino in Bowler to see, Mm -hmm. but turns out it was just a wax figure of them? Oh, it's definitely Jeff Gordon. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) We went there, and and my dad was like, you're going to see Jeff Gordon. His car is going to be there. And it was just a wax figure in his car. (laughs) And the car's not even that impressive because the cars are just like a shell with his logos and sponsors on it. Yeah. (laughs) put over the same car they didn't the have like the track. engine open or anything it was just the car it, it, for all you know there and nothing was underneath that it was just easier to transport lighter it's probably where they put the wax figure at the end of the day let's <laughs> transport them in there all right rocks a mustache every mm. single time you see them as a uh, commissioner gordon we we covered this but yeah that was a good one so then we'll go to the last like question Jeff gordon would too has yeah. Jeff Gordon never not had a mustache? Is it? Is I think a, he doesn't know anymore. I think he, he's got okay. rid of it. Okay. Yeah. The last one has never seen themselves on TV. That's a uh, Commissioner Gordon because he doesn't exist. So how could that be possible? That's true. And also Gordon Ramsay. Wow, that is 100 correct. <laughs> wow, that was impressive. That was like the one I thought you were going to trip you up on. Very good. I- getting guessing when the odds are like 33 <laughs> <laughs> percent and that's how you play gordon 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 oh the good game thank you thank you thanks for yeah 
that was my research for bringing for the me along yeah, that seems like a lot of research my we do a like two truths and a lie at the beginning like during the start of our episodes where my uh, co-host will look up like two true facts about motorsports history and one lie and then i have to guess which one's a lie so i have I a do, little experience you, I mean, with these kind of games yeah are you good at it like can you i don't think i've gotten one right yet <laughs> but he's like a tricky little devil he he just makes it like something that could seem very likely to be true but then he just kind of words it different it's, it's kind of true but actually not <laughs> like oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's trying he's to like yeah he's trying to throw me off i get it but it's fun because then it causes a little discussion about each different one as i try to like eliminate them well one thing i want to get on the podcast i want to talk to you about before we leave because we'll get out of here pretty soon you grew up up north and we're in the appleton area yeah, but you Wausau for a bit, Green Bay for a bit, near Hudson, Wisconsin, as well. Ooh. For those who know where that is, and then yeah, Appleton is when I started comedy. But yeah, I moved all over mid Wisconsin. Yeah, kind of like all the... around Highway Twenty Nine, baby. That's what I was gonna say. Belt. <laughs> Belt. I, I grew up in technically Marion, Leopolis, Wisconsin, mm. but I went to school in Marion, Wisconsin. And a lot of your cousins grew up there. Oh, yeah. The Holbrook clan runs deep in Marion. Yes. And uh, side of the family has uh, cousins cousins there. Yeah. So a kind of a fun fact about you is that you technically know where my uncle's farm is. Yeah, I can see it from my uh, from my uncle's farm. <laughs> or, yeah. Well, it's not a working... Kind of. He has a couple cows. I don't know how many animals you need to have to call it a working farm. <laughs> <laughs> I think any. any okay. farm. He has a pet. He has a pet. So the hobby farm. Yeah. But yeah. That's insane because that's where actually my mom grew up. Like right there. Yeah. Was the lawn where the llamas always there? And there's a there's a llama farm, and then there's my uncle's place, and then there's uh, your uncle's place yeah. down the way. So now the llama farm is now owned by my uncle. Oh yeah, I think I do remember discussions. And about that. my my cousin took over where my uncle's old farm is. Okay. So there's and I think one of my cousins probably still works on that farm. <laughs> I'm gonna a tall, say a, yes. tall a tall man named Justin. Yeah, I think Justin probably. Milky probably does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. probably actually a couple of them probably do from that family so. i'm sure all of them at some point worked at that oh, farm i actually worked at that farm for a bit <laughs> <laughs> when i stayed with my cousin uh uh because my mom would be in and out of like my mom had cancer so she was in all the hospital and i would stay with them and she had to go for like long periods of time and uh because my cousin aaron worked at the farm i would just go with him and work with him and i didn't get paid i was just there to help scrubbing yeah. cow shit off the walls they milk them in that was one of our jobs which is insane. Yeah, I, I've, we, I'm, all, I'm also surprised that we've never ran into each other because I've been to my uncle's farm, obviously. I, I have my own farm that we, that I grew up on. But yeah, that's insane. Yeah, there was a yeah, I don't there wasn't a ton of like Amanda. I know I met Amanda a few times because yep. she would hang out with my cousin, Brittany. But that's like the only nor that I think I really knew or like really ever saw. I saw your family at because Caleb, who is the youngest, he got married. So I saw your cousins there for that. And he got married at the, the llama farm. <laughs> nice. Just llamas so, spitting everywhere. Yeah. Whatever I don't think there's llamas do. there anymore, though. I think the llamas huh? left when my uncle took over. But they still got, like, all the pens and everything where they... Now they got alpacas. <laughs> well, also... Moving to a different type I, I of hear, llama. I hear, like, 
owning alpacas is good money or something. <laughs> Maybe. I, were they just trying to run that as like a tourist destination? I don't know what they're doing with those llamas. What do you do? Do you make llama milk? What's, what's the point of owning llamas? Right? Wait. All right. Hang on. Wool? This is going to sound really dumb. I mean, it's not wool, but like whatever they That's grow. What I was say. Is alpaca <laughs> and llamas like... Can I have no... I think they're different. Fur? I think uh, they're different, right? There's... Those aren't the same animals. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're the same animal. But yeah, I like what we just talked about their fur. farms we grew up on, and we're like, so are alpacas and llamas the same? <laughs> don't you use like alpacas or fur? I think you can. Yeah, because isn't that like what hippies wear? Yeah. Like alpaca jackets, and vests. <laughs> yeah, it comes yeah. in a yeah. alpaca down. Yeah, like a, like an alpaca like sweater. Yeah, like that. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. So then can you use llama fur the same way? Listen, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Yes, naturally. Get to the bottom of that. I don't, I don't know. I think llamas are mostly for tourism. Uh, you know, there's that one farm out there. It wasn't near any of those ones, but it was in the Marion area that had like a camel that always looked very sickly. Yes. There was, I think that's in Shano. And this is true. That I was closer to Clintonville. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, well yeah, you're right. Shano is, I mean, it's that way. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then that place burnt down. Oh, did when it? the camel was there? Oh, I, honestly, a camel looked like it wanted to die, but it probably that's started not the, the way. fire. Cigarettes. <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> nice. I get it. I remember. No camel that. reference. You remember the amazement park? Did you go to the amazement park? Oh yeah. Oh, I went to the amazement park, and then once you go through it once, you're like, all right, I did that. That's about it. I yeah, I never need to go again. That's why I closed because everyone went through it once, and they're like, well, that's yeah. good. <laughs> and then there was uh, the haunted maze they used to do. That was mm-hmm. that was my favorite part. Is you I never got to do or never did that, but I I knew what it was. Yeah, that was actually the coolest thing that they did. And then yeah, shut down and it it's still, it's still there. there. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks abandoned. And like, but you can like the mini golf thing is still there. Like if you had balls in a putter, you could probably still go play mini golf. Why not? But, yeah, oh, man. I yeah, I remember the one time I did the the amazement park. We we got all the stamps because we had to do is go through and like stamp a card, and they're like stamps in. You know, I'm telling yep. the listeners, but uh, we did all that, and we had like the last stamp, and we were like trying to find our way out. And we could see the we we're at the wall, like one wall away from the exit. And we're like it's there, we just can't figure out how to get there. And we're like screw it, like because the walls were a bit off the ground. So we were yeah. just like, screw it. And we just crawled under <laughs> the wall and it's all gravel. So we like crawled on the gravel and we got out. And the person at the desk was like, oh, that's like one of the fastest. You guys did it in like a record time. And we were like, oh, okay. Interesting. She's like, all right, that's nice. <laughs> and she's like, just a second. I it comes up from behind the desk and just like looks at our knees are just covered in dust from crawling. She's like, nope, never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cheaters. They used to have because they used to put you on the wall of fame or something like that. You, yeah, if you had they, a fast time, they used to put you on the wall of fame. But yeah. then they would they would have to check your knees because like the gravel's like white. Yeah, and so it shows up if you crawled underneath the wall. Yes, yeah. They they've caught so many of my friends that way. Like they would people would roll up their pants and then crawl under it and, and then, then do it. And so down. then they would be like, "That's a smart before way I put it up there. Show me your knees." <laughs> They'd show them their knees and like, nope, it's not going up there. Yeah, we were like, we weren't even trying to get the best time. We kind of just were done. <laughs> we just took a shortcut because we were done. <laughs> yeah. The Marion Mason Park, man. I yeah. don't know how that thing didn't work. 
I mean, it's amazing. There's not more maze that mazes around. Like it's basically an escape room. Like escape rooms are just more compact mazes. I mean, yeah. not a lot of people can afford the the amount of. I mean, I guess there's corn mazes every year. Yeah. What am I talking about? I guess Marion's not a huge attraction. Is it not? That's weird. They got Pigeon River Brewing. They have the best cheese curds in the state. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pigeon River Brewery also has a beer that tastes like a like sun flat sundrop. Yep. <laughs> and they have sundrop. So that's good yeah. too. It's true. Sundrop in a glass bottle. Yeah. Nothing I mean, better. Nothing that's... you can nothing better than that. Well, thanks, Elijah, for being on. I'll, um Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This was this was fun. Yeah. Check out Elijah's podcast, the Circuit Jerks podcast, on anywhere you can find Anything. podcasts. I think it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you found this. You can find that. Sure. I'm sure it's um, there too. <laughs> and then he also is the host of the Bremen Open Mic on Monday nights at Bremen Cafe. Bremen Cafe in River West, uh, neighborhood of Milwaukee, on the corner of Bremen and Clark. Sign up 7.30. Yeah. Starting to pick have, up again. Are, do you have any shows you want to plug? Or are you coming up? No, no, nothing booked as far as shows go for a bit. You can check out. I have some clips on YouTube if you search my name, if that's something anyone's interested in. But uh, if you're interested in more sports, check out the podcast. If you want to do stand-up comedy or just watch it on a monday night and you live near milwaukee come to the open mic cool or well, follow me on my socials uh uh instagram is i don't remember your name and twitter is at elijah underscore whole book then if i have any shows coming up i'll put them on there yeah well thanks for being on man i appreciate it hopefully we'll be we'll be on stage soon but uh appreciate yeah. you being on and uh yeah yeah cool well, i'll see you in like 30 minutes i'll <laughs> <laughs> see you later bud <laughs> Thanks, all right Dave. well thank, that's the episode if you guys want to be on Johnny earbuds let me know i'll hit me up on any social medias uh if not i will see you next time peace i blacked out i don't know what happened hey christian Noach, what's your favorite comedy podcast um i mean i listen generally to sports podcasts but if i had to go strictly comedy i'd go judging your earbuds